So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And welcome back as the Odyssey continues. <laughs> Something. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Like five seconds before the show, I, I forgot R Robbie wasn't here, <laughs> and I and I, I was supposed to say something there. Good evening, Eric. Hey, man. Good to see you. I'm psyched. It's Wednesday night. I've been packing and prepping for PCA, but there's unfinished You're business on the show. Unfinished <laughs> business, which is flavor Odyssey tonight. Indeed. And Indeed. I I feel super. Super good about my pairing, man. I'm super jazzed. I can't wait to try this. So, Randy, how the heck are you? I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear you're excited. Uh, as, as you said, I'm Randy Griggs. I am joined by Erica Tormson of Cigar Dojo, the Master Sensei himself. Robbie Raz, our usual show host, uh, decided to play hooky tonight for the most ridiculous reason I've ever <laughs> heard of. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Guaranteed, we'll we'll talk about it. I get it. I missed the show last week. I think that made him feel like he could like take some liberties. Uh, so you know, I'll, I'll grant him that one. But I'm super excited to be back. As you said, Eric, we're packing. We're getting ready. We got a big trip this week. Yes. Whole Dojo's going out to Sin City, baby, the city of Las Vegas. The trade show, it's that time again. We got we got releases coming every day. I'm sure you guys are inundated with press releases left and right. Jordan's scattering around like, like a madman trying to post. But like you said, we got business to attend to. Yep. It's Wednesday night. It's Flavor Odyssey. Share the show. Smash the like button. Hit subscribe. You got to know when this show is on. Now, we're Eric and Jordan, they're stepping up our game. I'll tell you. Robbie and I would, would would basically just be guys hanging out in a garage without Eric and Jordan producing That's us true. into like a professional setting <laughs> here. Um, so make sure you check out if you're watching on YouTube. You can now go and um, the the shows are now pre-programmed. So what does that mean, Eric? You can hit notify notify on the show itself, and it'll let you know when we go live. So now you can get you can go to the show 
before it ever starts, and you can click the little notify button, and and this is on YouTube and Facebook, and then it'll just okay. you know it'll br- it'll bring you right into the show, um, instead of bringing you to the page where you could find the show. So it's just a quicker, easier, more uh, succinct way of doing it. Um, it's something that we've been meaning to do for a long, long time, and now in the last couple shows we've been doing that. So. Um, I think that'll make it easier for the audience to get involved, which is exciting. Fantastic. That's what we, that's the whole point. By the way, today Absolutely. I, today I was going through like all of our like podcast stuff, you know, like Apple and and Google, and I found out that Google completely changed their podcast scheme. So we hadn't even been on there for a while, so I got that all fixed. So if you're a Google podcast person, we're back on Google Podcasts. Uh, I fixed the Stitcher account. The Apple one's been going smooth, but guys, if you're we, I noticed, uh, Randy, we got really good ratings, like on Apple, like the people, they've been giving well, us good yeah. ratings. So you guys, the, you, the the folks that follow us and that watch this show and that watch Smoke Night Live every Friday night, you guys are amazing, man. the The reviews were fantastic, but if you haven't reviewed us yet um, on Apple or or Google or any of those, you know, hey, man, if you can, if you feel, if you feel it in your body to give us a five star rating. That uh, really does help a lot. It helps promote us. Randy, you know what? In the Dominican Republic, we're one of the top leisure broadcasts in the world. In the, in, in the world for the Dominican Republic. So, like, we... Can we get shirts made that say top leisure brand we're, in we're the rocking. world in the Dominican Republic? <laughs> I, I don't know if that really makes sense. We're the top. We're the top like in the world I, in the Dominican Republic. No, but I we're, love. I love that. Yeah, I mean it, it's super. We're cool. the top global leisure brand in, in the, the DR in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> uh, let's go to Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing, my friend, on this Wednesday night? Hello, boys. How is it going? Uh, I'm good. Smoking uh, uh, Southern Draw right now, and I'm going to be switching over to Placencia Cosecha 149. Oh, very oh, nice. nice. I, I didn't you know, even think about that. I went kind of the same route that you're going. That I'm going. And uh, I'll t- I'll yeah. say my pairing in a minute here. But let's real quick. Let's yeah. go to let's go to Matt in studio audience. He, who's more loyal than Matt Dude. Hall? I mean, he's here all the time. Matt, how are you, my friend? Doing good. Doing Matt good. made us our drinks, so we're ready to rock it was and a roll. Difficult one. And uh, Matt, do you have? This a, is a tricky recipe. I'll, I'll give you that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you have an, uh, a cigar that you're going to go with tonight? Uh, Nice. Very good. All right, uh, Randy, tell the folks what the challenge is tonight. Indeed. So we're we're continuing along on the Mixer segment, segment one of season five. Uh, Again, the whole concept we were going with here is uh, we want to get outside of the box. You know, obviously, you know, we all love doing bourbon. Uh, We all know everyone has bourbon in their bars. We want to get outside of the box. We want to encourage people to, to, uh, you know, try something new. Go and purchase a bottle, but we didn't want to leave you hanging and have you purchase a bottle and just give you an opportunity to drink two ounces of it. So we're going through an entire bottle of Di Serono in segment one, an almond liqueur. Um, And so uh, this is uh, episode three of of segment one. We are going to be drinking the French Connection tonight. That's uh, actually I was I was obviously joking with Matt. This is about the simplest cocktail recipe you've ever seen it is a one and a half parts cognac to one part amaretto um this is a a drink that robbie actually had brought um 
uh, in on season four and we got so excited about it. We really wanted to bring it back and all drink it as a team. Um, and so, you know, the French Connection has uh, a, a very sweet character to it. We'll talk a little bit more about Cognac, talk a little bit about Amaretto and, and, and how those are playing off each other. But they're, they're both sweeter beverages in general. So it's a little bit sweeter. Actually, the, the, um, the recipe that we shared uh, comes from Liquor.com, and they actually reference that you can do a, um, a two-to-one or uh, ratio to, to bring it, uh, make it a little bit drier, do a little bit more Cognac, a little bit less uh, Amaretto. Either way, we all ran with it. Uh, the stock recipe off uh, liquor.com, one and a half uh, parts cognac to one part amaretto. I will be pairing my French connection with one of my favorite cigars of all time, the El Huehuense, coming from mm. Foundation Cigars, uh, coming straight from that beautiful Aganorsa leaf uh, tobacco that uh, I think anyone that's ever watched the show knows I'm, I'm, I'm quite fond of. And I'm really excited about what this pairing could do as it, it drives uh, a very, very Nicaraguan, classic Nicaraguan flavor with heavy Corojo 99, that sweet Jalapa Valley uh, uh, tobacco that brings also a lot of that, that classic Esteli spiciness. So I, I'm really interested, Eric, to see how the sweetness in the cocktail plays with some of that uh, Corojo sweetness that I like so much. I don't know if it's going to mute it. I don't know if it's going to amplify it, but I'm super excited about the results, and uh, we'll see where we get tonight. I, on the other hand, Randy, I, I, I feel really bad because you're, you're, you're striving for some wins on this show. I know you're striving <laughs> for some wins. And I'm, I'm kind of known on this show wow. as picking the wrong, the wrong pairing and not being happy yeah. with my pairings. I that, think that 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 happens to you quite frequently. It does. I, I I think that I pick the the wrong pairing more than any of you, more than Jordan, more than Robbie, more than you, Randy. But tonight, That's a fact. tonight, <laughs> I feel super good about my pairing because I am going with the Ferriotego Rosso. and what I decided to do with this is I knew. I knew going in just when I saw this recipe, <laughs> Ravi, that it was going to be super sweet and gooey and ooey and syrupy. And so I was like, I need an ooey, gooey, syrupy, uh, flavor-packed cigar to match this drink. Mm. And so this particular cigar, this is our number three cigar of the year, uh, has a Honduran, uh, I, I believe it's Honduran Habano wrapper. It's made at Placencia. Honduran uh, shade grown. They don't give any Shade varietal. grown. There's no varietal, but I'm assuming. Um, and uh, binders Nicaraguan, fillers uh, Nicaraguan. These are somewhat expensive, around anywhere between $17 and $21-ish. But this is an absolutely fantastic cigar. And, and, and Randy, my... My thought, which I said a second ago, but this cigar always struck me as being super syrupy and ooey-gooey. Now, that's going to be my flavor note tonight, ooey-gooey, and I'm hoping that it can stand up to the ooey-gooey nature of the French Connection. You know, it's interesting that you, that you use a syrupy. Um, you know, we've used that term to describe uh, a few cigars in my time with Cigar Dojo. I, I know there, there was one I, I did a... A review of but i felt like it really had a mapley character specifically we, we, I, I i'm not sure that that i would go mapley i i get the sweetness do you find that cigar to be like maple syrup or just that like heavy heavy sweetness that you think of with syrup i think maple is a pretty good descriptor um okay but with this drink like amaretto is supposed to kind of have like a chocolatey flavor but realistically 
it, it could be a, a sweet cinnamon. It could be, you know, you kind of get all of those types of notes. Um, maple, I don't think, is way out of the out of the ballpark yeah. uh, on sure. the on the type of flavor. So we'll see. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't really know yet, but I uh, mentally, I haven't lit this cigar yet. I'm doing it right now. I'm toasting. <laughs> it. I'm toasting it right now. Mentally, nice. mentally, I feel good about this. Okay. Now, before the show started, before the show started, we really missed some some comedy gold. So, like normally, <laughs> normally I have this microphone that's just like Randy. If you can see Randy's microphone, I know if you're listening on podcast, you can't tell this. It's not as funny, but uh, you can see Randy's microphone. That's the microphone that I normally have. It's, it's like a mm-hmm. seven hundred dollar microphone. It's super good. Something went wrong with that microphone. Uh, th- there's a piece. I won't get it too technical, but it broke. So I'm on a backup microphone. It's a Shure uh, SM58, which well, is also well, a great well, mic. Well, well, if I can just point out the thing you missed to say, that with my microphone, right. it's literally attached to the arm. You can it be, is, it bru- is you can be brutal one with piece. it. You can be yes, brutal yes. with it. Yes, yes. It's attached to my desk. This whole thing is one piece. Yeah. So I'm super used to just grabbing that mic and, like, working it. You know, like, pull it. If I move, I, I pull it with me. and so, so then I was doing the same thing, and I, I went like this. Bam! And I hit my face. <laughs> we weren't recording yet. I, I fell to the ground. I fell to the ground. It was amazing. It was like getting punched in the face by Bob Probert. It was um, incredible. <laughs> it was incredibly funny comedy, but unfortunately you didn't have that. So, so anyways, I have, to, I, have to, I have to adjust. Stay tuned this fall. Adjust. Cigar Dojo will be releasing a Cigar Dojo bloopers DVD, DVD. 1999 you guys are going to love it <laughs> <laughs> All right. we're, we're going to send you two copies for the price of one you're only going to pay 1999 shipping and handling it's going to be amazing Randy are you it. too old I mean are you too young are you too young to remember when there was that what was that that like uh, something house Matt what was it Jordan Columbia the, house Columbia house Columbia House, one penny. You'd pay one penny. You'd get like seventeen <laughs> CDs, right? And you'd be like, "I, I am the king of the world. I got seventeen CDs." And then for the next ten years of your life, you paid like twenty dollars a month. It was amazing. Yeah. No, then then they ship you stuff. They charge you thirty two dollars yeah. for a CD. If you didn't pay it within like six days, yeah. they sent you to collections. Yeah, it was, it, it's so it was such an ironic thing that they actually made you tape a penny to that little card and put it in the mailbox. <laughs> now, you know, I, I I think for people my age, I'm 42. People my age, the first people that ever sent us to collections was Columbia House Music and Blockbuster Video. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did the Columbia House thing a couple times and yeah. and and it got me both times but but that was like one way to like like build your build your collection. Yeah. yeah. I remember oh, getting yeah. uh, I remember getting the fine young cannibals. I got like the laws. I got some I got some pretty cool CDs, but boy, they get you on the hook then. They get you oh, on yeah. the hook then. Anyways, all right, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about this drink real quick. Yes. Yes. Okay. And by the way, if you're following along on Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube or Facebook, and you took the time to make this drink. Thank you very much. Um, it's an easy drink to make, as as Randy said. But we want to see your pairings. And at the end of the show, uh, Jordan's going to pick out three or four pairings uh, that uh, he he thinks are interesting. And me and Randy will pick uh, who the audience paired best. You guys are going to get to pick between 
us who you guys think we paired it best, but we're going to pick who you... <laughs> this is getting confusing. Wait a minute. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to pick who the audience picked it best, and the audience is going to pick who we who we paired it I'm best. I'm just going to pick my nose. Anyways, uh, that's what's going to happen. So be <laughs> so prepared to post that, and yes. we want to we see what you guys came up with. Yeah, and, and the first time we did this segment, uh, we did an impromptu uh, giveaway. Bill Powers already received his uh, his package. Um, Jordan, that reminds me, please don't forget to, to put the poll up. So, again, uh, Eric Gatormson, French connection with this poll. Oh, with, with the Generoso uh, from uh, Ferio Tego Cigars. And I will be smoking the El Wednesday from Foundation Cigars. Um, and, uh, and we'll see what, what the people think. Obviously, we'll talk through it a little bit. As you said, Eric, you know, we're, we're drinking the French Connection. This is actually a, a, a drink named after a, a, a movie from the 70s. French 1971. It won Best Picture. It won, it won like at least five or six Academy Awards. Gene Hackman, Roy Scheider. Dude, this movie was amazing. Like, it was a groundbreaking movie. And I'll tell you why. That movie, they did some... You really unique techniques. They filmed it as if it was a documentary. And what would happen was on the set, I, I, I don't want to get too crazy into this movie, but I just want to tell you guys how cool this movie was. On the set, the director, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he's a famous director. Um, he would just tell the cameraman, he wouldn't tell the cameraman what was going to happen in the scene. He wouldn't tell the cameraman what was going to happen in the scene. The cameraman was from Cuba, and the cameraman literally was famous for being with Fidel Castro, like do, filming a documentary as Fidel Castro was taking over Cuba. But he was just doing the documentary. He wasn't like on Fidel's side or anything. So don't side with him there, or don't be mad at him there. He was just filming a documentary. So he was a famous filmmaker that did documentaries, and the the director on French Connection, he would have the actors, they would know what they were going to do, right? They would know the scene, and they would know where they're going to run, or they're going to punch, or whatever they were going to fight. He wouldn't tell the cameraman intentionally, Randy, so that the cameraman could film it as if it was a documentary. That like is he, crazy. He didn't know. Right? I didn't know any of this, and it's, I love it! It's so cool. Like, if you go back and, like, look into the movie The French Connection... It, it, it was revolutionary. I don't know. Does it stand the test of time? It's a little corny here and there. But it was so cool that they were breaking boundaries and doing all this stuff. And obviously, who doesn't love Gene Hackman and Roy Scheider? But then if you do, oh. that, that idea is great. But then you have to do like a second take. The cameraman's like, oh, okay, I know. I know well, that actually on. happened, Jordan. <laughs> that would happen. Like uh, at the end of a take, um, the, the director would say to the cameraman, did you, how did it go? Did you get that? And he was like, I couldn't see any of it. There was too many extras like blocking the important shots or whatever. So they would just do like three or four takes and they would take all those takes back and then they'd figure out the one that they wanted and then they would post that. And to this day, that movie is, it sort of started a, a, a genre of the, you might even say like the, the mockumentary. mockumentary. Right. Like that was but the very, a more realistic that was the first that. time. I might have to go watch this movie now. And one more thing. Yeah. And I, I don't want to bore you guys Jeez, with the movie. But one, one more thing. It was a true story. <laughs> and they said that, that it was like 90% accurate, right? Like they stuck to the story super. It's about two, two New York cops that uh, are trying to bust some drug dealers. And there's 
like a French guy that is sort of like he's behind the scenes, right? He's like a behind the scenes guy. So they're trying to get to this French guy, the French connection, right? Now this doesn't sound like a mockumentary. Hold anymore. on, this hold just on. Sounds like a documentary. Well, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. But the two real guys, the two real guys that the story was made around, they were there, and they were actually in the film at times. Those two real cops, they helped. It's like like every morning they're like, okay, this is what we did. Like you guys got to go do this. This is what we did, and then they would film them doing the exact thing that they did like four years earlier. Jeez, did you get your Randy-style textbook Yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the effort that Eric went through. Clearly, you did not prep for this for the show. You're it's just a, a great movie. fan of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. It's Never heard movie. you mention this movie before. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, this was this was all unplanned. Eric Gene Hackman, uh, best actor that year, Academy yeah, Award. And, and William... Friedkin there was the name of the yeah. director. He was young. And, and, he was young at the time. Yeah, uh, I, Friedkin, I, I, Friedkin. I, I love that I idea, though, because I, I, I agree. It is. It, it gives you like this very different sense as as the cameraman's like chasing the scene, trying to capture the scene, but not like staged in right. in the best position necessarily to do so. Yeah, you didn't say spoiler uh, alert on any of that. So, well, I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm not telling what happens at the end. And get it, this, it, in all Jordan. fairness, it's been 51 years. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, Matt, let's talk. R- Randy, sense. Randy, you're gonna like this part too. They never intentionally lit the scenes. They only used the light that was... Oh, so this just sounds like a bad movie. No, it's... (laughs) It's great. How many of you guys watching on Facebook or YouTube have seen this movie? I want to know right now. Tell me if you've seen The French Connection. It was so cool. They didn't even use audio equipment. You you can't hear it. (laughs) Shut up, Jordan. Up, no, you know what? As, no as 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 Eric was talking through, and I was trying to find the name of the director. There's some still shots, and there's actually some really like stark lighting um, yeah. that that they captured. And so, to Eric's noir. point, like they 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 it is there are some portions that are kind of noir that um, that is you know likely wouldn't have been caught had it been choreographed and 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 staged the way we typically see movies today. Um, so that's super interesting. I, I love that you knew all that about about the movie. So go so back they, and watch, see what you yeah, think. Yeah. So we, we we all have to go check out uh, uh, the French homework. Connection, nineteen seventy one. Um, Gene Hackman's character, Popeye. Yeah. Shoot, shoot I lost where's, it. He wears um, a like a kind of a cool hat. Is that Popeye. Like, the whole time. In it? Yeah. 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 His name's Popeye Doyle, and uh, and he he uh, he drinks. Uh, this drink in the movie, popularizing it in the seventies. It was such a popular movie that this uh, that this cocktail took what off. In the world? And here we are featuring it on a <laughs> cigar pairing show fifty one years later. So clearly they did something right, Jordan. Now okay. let's uh, let's talk about the drink since we've talked so much about the movie. Randy, this yes. drink turns out drink sucks. This no. drink <laughs> this, I am not a fan. I can tell you right now, it's so uh-huh. coyingly sweet. Is that a good way to put no, it? No, cloying. Cloyingly, cloyingly sweet. Cloyingly sweet. Sure, sure. yeah, yeah. Clo- cloying is, is a term used to it when you, there's usually a, 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 a mouthfeel, a, a textural uh, kind of connotation with cloying. Where, where it, but you said it coming in, sticky, sweet, literally, right? Where it really coats your palate. Mm. And I think there's a... Um, 
there's an argument for this type of beverage. Again, you got to find the right pairing. And so, um, so if, if you're finding cloyingly sweet, you know, I it it is it is on the sweeter side of things. It's not as sweet as I expected it to be. Per, to be perfectly honest, um, really, I actually found the flaming Dr Pepper uh, that we did uh, sweeter than this one. Um, obviously, it's got that that soda character in it um, on on that one. This has this has a, a very distinct sweetness. I'll tell you the the my pairing, the the spiciness of the El Wense, um, so, some of those uh, some of those uh, uh, baking spice characteristics that we know uh, from the Agonorsa leaf uh, tobacco are really doing a really nice job of cutting some of that for me. So I'm finding that my pairing. Um, helping to subdue some of that sweetness, muting a little bit of it, that spiciness. I'm really, I, I'm finding a really welcome um, mm. kind of feeling on my palate as that spiciness kind of cuts through some of that on the palate. Um, so, so far this is going pretty, pretty well for me. I don't find it overly sweet. What about you, Jordan? Um, I would say that the, I think this is sweeter than the, the Dr. Pepper. Um, it's weird because like I'm such a I'm such a texture guy and I love you know when bourbon has this nice uh, chewy viscosity to it and I love that in a cigar as well uh, but then there's the limit right like you and this is the limit I think this is like this is just actual like drinking simple syrup basically it's way too much of that gooey texture and um, flavor wise it's it's got like a kind of a fruity tea kind of a nose to Anis. it. Yeah. Anise. Anise is in there. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. from the – and there's a Big lot time. more influence from the amaretto in this drink than the last couple that we've had. Like you can yeah. actually taste – it has that like Dr. Pepper kind of uh, cherry um, almond slash citrus kind of vibe going on with it. Uh, but just so, so heavy and, and lingering on the tongue. Like I need to – Lingering, yeah. lingering. I think the cigar I chose <laughs> is doing a good job balancing that out. But woof, the drink is very – well, let's let's real quick uh, jump over to Matt in the audience there. Matt, what's your thought on this drink that you you did make it? By the way, you did a great job making the drink. But what do you think of it? Oh, I agree. It's it's way too sweet. It uh, it almost tastes like Robitussin or something mm. like that thickness. Whoa, yeah, 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 oddly yeah. bitter on the end. And it's uh, it, I don't know if it's just me, but my tongue is going numb every time <laughs> I take a sip of it. It's so <laughs> weird. No, now that you shouldn't have said that because now uh, I didn't. You know, I'm gonna really hate this drink. Now, I'll say, Randy, that this this cigar. What's what's the uh, what's the phrase like? uh, 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 Rises all boats. What's a rising tide? Rising rising tide rises all boats. Yeah, Yeah, like this this cigar is is helping this drink because it's just such a great cigar. If you have not had the Ferriotego Generoso, you you gotta have it. It's it's worth the twenty bucks. Buy three of them. And I promise you, it'll be the best sixty bucks you spent. This cigar is absolutely fantastic. Chad, Ooh. sorry, Chad, sa- Chad, Chad says the end of Amaretto Road is diabetes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's Amaretto Avenue, I, bl- I believe. Uh, well, at first Chad, it started uh, out as Amaretto Trail, and then we decided <laughs> Amaretto Avenue well, was better. Well, well, what's funny is. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, because I was I was texting. We're gonna rock down to Amaretto Avenue. Um, the uh, the cherry note, I, and you mm. said it briefly, yeah. Jordan. I mean, this to me has. I mean, I, I I had to look down. I almost thought I put a Luxardo in this, right? Um, 
it's so so heavy cherry to your point eric this has been the most um the most amaretto influenced cocktail of all the amaretto cocktails we've done so far mm -hmm. um i'm I, I i'm surprised that you guys are went all the way to robitus and and all, <laughs> all all agreed on that now i now i will I, as we like to do here on flavor odyssey i'm gonna pull nice. back the curtain a little bit and instead of going with my standard topo chico as my secondary drink I did go with a heavy lime gin and tonic um, as as just kind of a, a, a palate cleanser in between, and I'll and I'll tell you, it's it's really like easing up on, on okay. this. But at, but uh, so I'm getting an opportunity to cleanse my palate. I've got that um, you know the Hendrix uh, gin, very very bo uh, botanical forward. Uh, got some citrusy character. I go pretty heavy on my lime. Uh, addition on my gin and tonics so I get a real opportunity to cleanse my palate and then go into this fresh each time I, I, I take a sip and a draw and and I'm finding it actually quite pleasant I did go two cubes of, uh, of ice so so maybe mine's watered down a little bit I also did a double uh, so I'm probably um, a little further along in my buzz than you guys are. I'm not finding it nearly as as um, overpoweringly sweet as you guys are describing it. Now, and, and what's like happening? Said. What's happening right now is is Randy is being the doctor, and he's he's helping you to cure the patient, and the the patient is suffering from <laughs> over well, over sweetness. And Randy's doing a good job of, of, of telling you you're going to need something else. You're going to need we should have something I, else. That's fair. I should do that, that. Is, that is fair. If I was just drinking this head to toe, just the head cigar and, 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 the, and the cocktail, I, I could get how this could become overpowering after I'm, several swigs and draws. Um, I am taking a reprieve that I normally would do with Topo anyways. Um, right. but, I need to but, start yeah, a secondary poll nice. that is uh, all of our secondary drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to find one. I'm going to find one uh, during the break because a lot I, of the guys in the comments something. are saying they're, they're upping the uh, cognac. Really? They're pouring in more. Well, cognac. yeah, I, I, the, okay. the uh, liquor.com recipe calls that if you go two to one cognac to amaretto, it's a drier version and less sweet. Um, which is interesting because I find cognac to be pretty darn sweet by itself, right. um, but 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 maybe there's some of those elements. Now again, I'm actually really enjoying the amaretto because it has some of that cinnamony, baking spice kind of characteristic that that I'm finding a great parallel to um, in my cigar. Um, and 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 actually actually with with Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff having a paragraph of a uh, of a comment that i could never read while on the air it actually <laughs> reminds me of something now whether robbie rez is here or off running around with a bunch of nerds and scary masks you can count on Flavor Odyssey to take this pairing journey with you each Wednesday as we learn about flavor and pairing with cigars. But your favorite cigar pairing show wouldn't be possible without the sponsorship and support of Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate, the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they have the best cigars available. Please 
Support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate. And ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke In. Smoke In is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at Spokin.com. Absolutely stellar. Stellar. <laughs> He's reading. Stellar. The show just got better. Like just <laughs> right energy. there. Energy. Energical. Energy. Uh, by the way, uh, Randy, during the um, during your read, I found my uh, thing to cut this with, and that's <laughs> good old bourbon, baby. Are, are you serious? You're gonna cut a sweet amaretto cognac cocktail with bourbon, like like. I went to the other end of the spectrum with a, a, a heavy citrus gin and tonic. You're like, I'm going to bourbon. Randy, <laughs> Randy, when when you said that you're you're on the spectrum, you said a mouthful right there. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> you are on the spectrum. Also, uh, Randy, some that was of the, amazing. Some of the some of the recipes for this particular drink leave out <laughs> cognac altogether and go with Grand Marnier. Is that how you say that? Oh, okay. Um, Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier. Grand Mar- I, I, I would be curious to see that how that one went because you get a little bit more orange in there. But right, right, right. Um, so Grand Marnier, for those that don't know, is an orange liqueur. Um, cognac is known for for having a, a a strong fruity characteristic, as we talked about. Um, we touched on uh, cognac uh, in season four. That um, that a brandy. Let's see. Uh, let's see if I uh, I can nail this off the top of my head. A brandy is a fruit wine that is distilled, mm. and that's what what brandy ends up being. Cognac, very specifically, is a white wine varietal fruit wine, um, and so so brandies can be plum wine distilled. Uh, again, cognac is very specifically a, uh, uh, a small segment of white wine grapes are, are, um, are acceptable. I think there's seven different varietals that are accepted in the French um, kind of legal system, the way they, they uh, monitor uh, the, the naming conventions in France. What, hey, Randy, but, uh, Randy, what makes something... I hate to put you on the spot. This is not fair no, of me. Fine. So if you don't know, no, I, no, I, I feel horrible already. But what, what makes something a liqueur? Right, right. No, no, no. I was going to get get into that. So uh, I, I've touched on it on, on the show after I've like recently researched it. I haven't recently researched it. But a liqueur is always going to be a sweeter uh, uh, a sweeter beverage. Most of the time when you get those sweeter um, distillates, what they've done is they've taken a wine and they've fortified it with a distilled spirit midway through fermentation to stop fermentation before all the sugar has been fermented out and so it leaves this residual sweetness okay that ends up passing through in the distillation process and so you end up with just a sweeter version of it so so it's basically a a, a sweet distillate is what liqueur ends up being um now now i believe some of them actually have sweetener added back at the end but not not typically the the like the finer premium beverages that we usually imbibe in um 
but uh, but yeah, so so liqueur just just means a, a, a sweeter version of like an orange liquor. It's a liqueur once when it hits like a certain sugar threshold, basically. Okay. Now I will Making say it a better mixer than it is like yeah, a, a base drink. Right. Yeah. I will say this, and Jordan, I'm curious to see what you think. Uh, Matt brought us more ice, so we've already went through one round of ice in the same drink without adding any more Oof. any more Oof. amaretto or any more liqueur. And that second round of ice, now the water's starting to cut this a bit, yeah. and it's helping yeah. Yeah. dramatically. The first round of Absolutely. ice, I don't know if it just wasn't enough ice, but like it was, my ice was almost, you know, melted. It was just cooling the drink, you know, right. cooling the drink down, and ice was almost melted by the time I got it. Uh, now this drink is like just filled with ice, and it's thinned out quite a bit. It's a lot better. A lot better. Yeah, so no, I, that's, that's how that's I started mine out. Yeah, 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 guys, yeah. Uh, go go heavy on the ice, and it'll it'll help. <laughs> Indeed, all the way Indeed. to the top. All the way to the top, crushed all ice if you will. All right, Randy, <laughs> uh, give yes. us. I, we're not at the end. We're not we're not rating our our picks yet. Uh, we still got a good twenty minutes to go or whatever. But uh, where you're at right now, um, talk about the experience that you're having with this parent. Well, again, you know we've talked a lot over over several episodes about, um, about, you know, sip first or draw first. I do find that this is a much more enjoyable pairing. When you take the sip first, you let that, Mm. that sweetness, that those cherry components, those fruity components, there's a lot of caramelliness to, to this. You know, you, you mentioned, um, uh, uh, you know, a honey syrup or um, I'm sorry, a, a maple syrup with your cigar. I'm getting a very caramelly sweetness, uh, from, from the drink. That is actually um, being kind of canceled out somewhat in in mm. my cigar. It's it's actually like toning down some of that Corojo sweetness, allowing some of that spiciness to be more prevalent from the smoke, which is really pleasantly. Like I said before, it's it's really cutting the sweetness on the palate. It's immediately like drawing more saliva. You know, there there's a salty character to this Elwensi that we've talked about before that like really makes it. Uh, you, you know, you, you you draw a lot of saliva as as you're smoking these types of cigars, which really cuts that that cloying sweetness out. Um, well before it becomes you know uncomfortably sweet for me. So. So far, this is working really, really well to balance some of that sweetness. I think the thing that you might have in your pairing that I don't have that might help is a little bit of the salt from the Corojo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've got, in this particular cigar, I've got all the, the ooey-gooey sweetness that you want, right. um, which is great, the cigar. But then you have the drink, which is also sort of ooey-gooey sweet, I wished I had, here I go, it's another episode, but I wished I had, um, if I had the Aladino uh, base Corojo or even the Aladino Reserva with, had some of that salt in there to cut some of this sweetness, like, I think you probably have more salt in your cigar than I do. Like, there's very little, if any, in this particular cigar. Um, This cigar with the bourbon lights out i mean it's absolutely a freaking amazing like amazing top pairing. five all time yeah it's fantastic um but with the with the drink that we're having here the uh, french connection st- a little too much ooey gooey i need some salt like you picked in your cigar that was really smart of you jordan what do you think uh, so far with uh your uh placencia 149 
the cigar is crushing it. Mm. Um, I sort of like, without even thinking about it, kind of went the same route that you went. Um, they're both mm-hmm. Placencia. Mine's more. Mine's on the Honduran end of the. Uh, their oh, earthier. Well, I mean, th- this is this is from their Honduran crops. Uh, it's made at their Honduran factory. Um, it's Criollo heavy. Uh, it's got some Corojo in there as well. Um, but so I do. I do have a bit of a saltiness, which is a, um, is helping out a bit in the drink. The drink is mild to medium now that we've added the ice, and the the cigar is medium plus, which is where I want mm. it to be because the cigar's flavor is uh, uh, is a lot better. And these high end Placencias do such a good job of just being full bodied without being aggressive in any way, uh, mm-hmm. just coating the entire palate. Um, and so now that the drink is thinned out, I'm starting to like it. Mm, okay. Jordan's nice. coming around. He's coming around. Oh. Now, we're, we're, we're not going to do our thumbs up, thumbs down quite yet, but let's get the thumbs up or thumbs down from Matt. Matt, if if give us a, a few sentences of what you think of your pairing and give us your thumbs up or your thumbs down on what you think. Okay. So the now that with the ice, I can taste the cigar. Without the ice, I couldn't taste the cigar at no, all. It was too much. It was way too much, and this is a great cigar. And uh, even still, the drink to me is just not that great. I definitely wouldn't be making this drink again. So for me, it's a it's a thumbs down. So Matt would go the big thumbs down. And Matt, I don't I don't blame you on that. Remind us again what you're smoking. The tenth, uh, the Perdomo tenth. Oh yeah, the Perdomo tenth, which is a fantastic. So now this fantastic time, fantastic cigar on the pole. Yeah. I put all of our name. I included Matt as well. Good. I put all of our names and what we're smoking, so everyone can easily. Rank me at the top. All right, so we're going to take nice. a quick uh, minute, Randy, to talk a little bit about we're leaving tomorrow morning at 6. Uh, we go to the airport at 6 a.m. Our flight leaves at Ooh. 9. We'll get into Vegas time around 10-ish. PCA, the Premium Cigar Association trade show, we're going to be covering this thing. Guys, this year, um, it's a first because this year our coverage is sponsored by the Dojoverse.com, baby. So here's the thing. We are going to be giving you guys some, like we everybody covers the show. We do the interviews, and it's great. Like I love it. It's the most fun thing in the world doing these interviews. I'm excited about the show, but this year we want to give you some sort of behind the scenes stuff. Some of the stuff, mm-hmm. goofy stuff, whatever. Randy dancing in the pool with his shoes off, whatever it is. We're going to be giving you guys some of that stuff on the DojoVerse.com. So there's a group on the DojoVerse.com, which is. Um, that you can join up, but you're going to see these posts anyways. So all week long, Randy, we're going to try to bring like some flavor to this to give folks the flavor of the trade show, not just the nuts and bolts, but maybe a little bit more of the flavor. We're going TikTok on this bad boy. Gonna be getting, <laughs> we're going to be getting organic videos right off our phones. You know, we, we Eric puts a lot of effort into the equipment that we use for for the like official and professional videos that we do here on on Cigar Dojo. We're going to just be going live off our phones here. Uh, you're you're going to see us in the backyard at the Airbnb. You're going to see me packing and unpacking three suitcases <laughs> for for a four day trip, um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. Like you said, you know, we t- we talk a lot about um, you, you know what Cigar Dojo is in the industry and in this community, and and it's you know we're so much more uh, community focused than, than we are news focused here at Cigar Dojo, and so you know bringing the personality and 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 what our experience is. Um, I, I, I can't imagine we, we, we got to do a live video from Big Chicken, right? Or, oh, I mean, God, let's, yes. Let's, let's Big take a Chicken. Mouse, right? Shaq, <laughs> Shaq's place. 
Yeah, exactly. You, you, you guys might even see the backyard at Kevin and, and Barb's. You, you never know what you're going to see when you're tuning in this uh, this week to see the Cigar Dojo coverage because you're going to see coverage like you've never seen. You know, everybody does you know, you know interviews with the brand owners on the show floor. Like that's what we do, right? That's what this is about. But but this is going to be your chance to see what what the dojo perception is of these trips in general you know it's 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 exciting to go out there and be part of this and and mingle with the rest of the industry but i'm super excited about to take this this year eric and and you know bringing dojo verse along with us you know bringing the community into this private right. exclusive event that the public isn't invited to, to be now, honest. now randy of all the you know you've seen the press releases flowing in and and you've you probably mentally imagined what the week will hold. Do you have uh, one or two um, brands or folks uh, that you're sort of like uber excited to check out and maybe has caught your attention up to this point? Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. There's a lot that's going to be on my radar to, to be looking out. You know, a big part of it is, you know, how the PCA puts on this show. You know, right. we, we really haven't seen this show in its full regale uh, you know since you know right before covid there was this a big announcement that that some of our biggest largest partners in this industry have decided to to try and market their their brands in a different way and not attend to the show um, which shrinks the show significantly and and we didn't really get a chance to see what that will look like post covid yet like you know we we went back last year it was still you know a lot of brands were still you know um deciding to stay home they, they didn't necessarily have the releases because of production deficits and 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 uh you know they didn't have the bands they didn't have the boxes you know the world was still being affected by, by, by this this whole global pandemic situation well we're out of it man this is it this is to me this is the first show since the the big four uh, departed and decided to, to kind of do it on their own uh, that will really see the full the full industry show up other than them so I'm, I'm excited to see that we've had a lot of uh, industry uh, people co come in new brands uh, show up that we really haven't got a chance to cover yet because of the limited access um, and then once it comes to the brands themselves you know I'm, I'm I'm kind of a homer I'll be honest I'm excited to see Nick back I think a lot of people yeah. are he's a, he's a great friend of, uh, of Dojo he's Nick Malilo of Foundation Cigars, you know, he's he's you know one of the first person to ever show up for for a live show if I remember correctly, you know, there there at Smoke Night Live at, at at Dojo Studios. So excited to have him back. He's got some new releases. Steve Saka never disappoints, you know. I I'm 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 a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust fan, you know. I'm I'm excited to see what the what the Shaka Khan um uh, you know the the Mikiri, the black um, I'm a big fan of that line, that that original one. You know, whether he likes it or not, we're always going to kind of compare back to Liga Nine, um, and then the Tricky Chaka. Um, you know, coming from from that uh, that Firecracker series that he did. That's a, right. it's a regu regular favorite for me. So to see a line extension on that, super excited about that. A lot, a lot of brands. Again, you know, you know, the world's opened up. They've had their opportunity to, 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 you know, put their best foot forward. So I'm excited to see what what a lot of brands are are bringing to the table this year. Now, look who just showed up in Dojo Studios. Tony Bones in the house. Tony Bones, how you doing, baby? Tony Bones. Tony Bones, we missed you, buddy. Did you bring some bacon? <laughs> Ah, oh, not bringing bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Get, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get out. Get out of the city. <laughs> hey, uh, Jordan, uh, this question is for you, Jordan. Um, 
why Jordan is the Premium Cigar Association, the PCA trade show, important to Dojoverse members, to consumers that m- might not even know why? Why? Why is this something that you should pay attention to? For just the average dude, uh, this is just when you get to see the latest and greatest. You know, this is like the what's the what's the tech. Uh, the big tech one called. Oh, yes. Uh, I should know this uh, by now. C- 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 CES? <laughs> CES. Yes. This is CES. CES, that's what's it. What's the latest? What's the greatest? What's going right. to... What are the cigars you're going to be looking out for over the course of the next year? Now, what we're going to try to do, Randy and Jordan, um, and um, this is really Jordan's brainchild, is um, at nighttime, back at the dojo compound at the house, we have a really awesome Airbnb. Back at the Dojo Compound each each night, what we're going to try to do, and I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing that we're going to do it every night, but we're going to try uh, to do a little show with some of the cigars that we got that day and kind of do a little bit of first impressions of those cigars for you guys. Ooh. So that when so we go into uh, the Aganorsa Leaf booth and we get the new Anniversario from Terrence or whatever it is, right? The, the new uh, Ace Prime, the new Crown Heads. We're going to uh, sit around the pool, and we're going to, you know, each guy have a different cigar, and give our initial take of this release. And that's exactly what Jordan's talking about. Like, the reason this is important to the consumer is we want to try to give you guys the the feel for, hey, this is a cigar you should you should go out and get ASAP, or this is a cigar maybe you should just avoid and uh, save your money you know so we're going to try to do some of that kind of stuff for you guys so that you have a good feel for what's important and and what's not important yeah like our, our first impression shows are always some of the more fun ones that we do i think and Absolutely. if we you know if we do four of those and we have five guys you know um that's gonna be a lot of cigars over the, <laughs> over the course of the show that we can decide if these are worth looking out for now obviously they're their first impressions so that doesn't necessarily 100 percent me uh you know is not the end all be all but it does give you you know a little bit of a feel i don't know about you randy but for me the the first you know when i light up a cigar it needs to sort of grab my attention with something yeah. you know what i mean some give me something in there right randy yeah, no, and to your point, the first impression shows have been so successful uh, for Smoke Night Live because I, and so often you guys are focused on, on newer releases that might not have hit our radar yet. I've found so many cigars that end up being on the top 10 lists, not only for Cigar Dojo, but for uh, me, media you know, outlets uh, worldwide that, uh, that we first you know, touched on, on first impressions. And so, um, what I've learned as a consumer, you know, apart from being part of this team, you know, if it wasn't for Jordan going absolutely crazy for the, for the pledge during the first impression show, I would have, you know, I would have had to face that whole like three to four month layoff when, when they had fulfillment issues after they hit top, uh, (laughs) top, uh, cigar for cigar dojo. And some other little magazine, I forget who it was, but 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 a couple of us made it the number one cigar of the year. Um, so no, that is exciting. You know, for, for me, those are the two times of the year that I I literally like stockpile and save my money for purchasing around the cigar of the year announcements and the the PCA trade show announcements. You know, for those that that don't 
follow the industry as closely as others the, the whole industry builds their whole year around this release date and in the cigars may not even like get released fully to the public until the fall um so this is like the announcement of them like you said it is a lot like like the ces where you know apple says you know this is the new phone that's coming out we know about it five months before it's actually available at the local apple store right um so apple that's what this show is yes randy come on now he yeah you get oh, the point. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. They, not with their phones, but but with their machines. You know, we yeah. thought they were coming out with the new Mac Pro this past June here here in San Francisco, and you, you know the the industry was stunned that they didn't announce that they they announced the M2 processor. No, don't challenge me on on, on Apple <laughs> knowledge. All right, all right, enough There's of no that. No CES involved. Yeah. Enough, so, enough so, of that. Uh, Randy's making but, a good but, point. But no, but no, I mean, I mean, every one of the, you know, whether it be your local brick and mortar or whether you're an online buyer, you know, there, there's a drop down of, you know, th this year's PCA releases that, you know, they have coming soon. They have pre-orders for them because they're going to the show and they're they're pre-purchasing their annual supply of these cigars. And so um, this is a big big release announcement time so you know if you if you're a cigar nerd if you're following this show you're clearly a cigar nerd uh you're you're gonna want to want to be paying attention over the next week as we announce these cigars we talk through i love the idea of doing a, a kind of a an abbreviated first impressions at the airbnb give you guys kind of a chance to um get, get a leg up on, on the rest of, of the cigar smoking community that um, get, get our takes for whatever that's worth. You know, if you follow along, you'll get a sense of what my palate's like, what Eric's palate's like. Jordan, he smokes cigars. I don't know. Uh, only but, only uh, free stuff. He only smokes free stuff. <laughs> he only smokes the free stuff. Now, but, uh, uh, but guys, they, when, you're watching, when you're watching next week, um, and if you have, like, something you want to know, or, like, you know, what uh, what pants is Terrence, which, which khakis is Terrence <laughs> wearing? Dickies today? We're, we're, we're going to, you know, let us know. Those and Ben Davises? We'll, we'll try to go, we'll try to get to the bottom of those stories, because, honestly, like like Randy said, like, News is for us. News is only important to us because we—it's the community part of it. Like you guys, yeah. it's the dojo verse yeah. that yeah. we love so much, and and the folks watching tonight. All right, let's get right into our ratings. Let's go to Jordan first. Matt gave his a thumbs down. He's smoking the Perdomo, tenth uh, anniversary Sun Grown, which he loves that cigar. I can tell you that right now. He's a huge fan of that cigar, but he wasn't a big fan of it with the drink because it was just a little bit too syrupy and too sweet. Jordan. Okay. What's your thoughts? Uh, I could sum it up. You know, I've, I've already described the profiles, I think, earlier on, but uh, the cigar is crushing it. The drink is a little weak. Um, cigar is medium plus bodied, but incredibly, like, full in, like, uh, texture and just overall feel. Um, and I love that about a cigar, not being aggressive, but just being balanced and flavorful. Um, cigars killing it. The drink was too. It was cloyingly sweet. The, the ice. Now, actually, one of the commenters said that the instructions were to fill the glass all the way up to the top with ice. So maybe we just didn't follow the directions. I don't know. Once we once we added more ice to it, it became it became a decent pairing. Um, I would want to go like technically like you know in between thumbs up thumbs down, but we don't do those. So I'm gonna go thumbs down. Jordan's going thumbs down. Um, 
Thank you, Jordan. I, I have to pretty much agree with everything you said. We were probably having a very similar experience. The cigar is fantastic. Uh, I'm smoking the Ferry Otego uh, Generoso. It's a great cigar. The drink's not helping this cigar at all, Randy. Um, the drink, too much anise, um, even with the watered-down extra ice that we added uh, from Matt. Even with that, it's just it's masking a little bit about what's so great about this cigar. It's turning this cigar into a little bit uh, flat. Um, and this mm. cigar to me is never ever flat, but because I think there's so much uh, ooey gooey sweetness, it's too much for the ooey gooey sweetness of the cigar. I'm also Randy going with the thumbs down on this pairing. Randy, tell us what you think about this pairing. Well, I, I, I got to tip my hat to myself. Um, this, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, you know, the, the cinnamon and cherry uh, kind of fruity caramel characteristic in, in, in the drink. While I could see it being overpowering um, without the cigar, the cigar makes this a great pairing. Uh, again, that, that little bit of, of salivating um kind of response to some of the criollo that briny saltiness uh, of the ewoense um, really is helping to, to cut through any of that cloyingness the spiciness is is on absolute display with this cigar which is one of my favorite characteristics of the cigar if someone asked me like give me i want to know what nicaraguan tobacco tastes like i would always say ewoense mm -hmm. hands down unquestionably and to me, this is working out perfectly. This is a thumbs up all day, every day wow. for me. This is, a, this is a really nice pairing. All right, Jordan, what did the audience uh, vote for us? Oh, my gosh. You guys are not going to believe this. Uh-oh. All right, so. Okay, there we go. In last place is Matt's Perdomo 10th Anniversary Sun Grown. That's Four. fair. Oh, I don't mm. want to say that. Uh, That's fair, he says. <laughs> <laughs> And then in second to last place, Randy with the Eloense. What? <laughs> oh, Dojo verse! Come on! Oh no! Wait. As okay, well, as I was talking, Jordan apparently doesn't know how to read <laughs> polls. As I was talking, it changed, but I have to go with Jordan's what, a pole dancer. I have to go with you know it changed to be a, become a tie, so I'm gonna have to go with what it was before. So I take the win, and then. <laughs> 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 I came in second? Yeah. Guys, you cannot vote on popularity. <laughs> You've got to vote on what's Randy had the best. I'm going to I'm No, he did not. That's, he just, Randy just happened oh, this to like is, it. That's a good No, 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 I think, no, no. I think no, no, that's by, pretty good. By, he by got far the just in there. I think yeah, yeah. I think just I, the way I you guys had, described this. Best, this is the most pleasant. I clearly had the best of pairing. All of them. Just because I'm honest <laughs> enough to tell you that it wasn't uh, stellar pairing doesn't mean I don't it, Ran, uh, Randy, I don't Randy think, just I don't, happened to like it Ran, the most. Randy, I don't think Jordan's ever won before, so we got to give this. We got to no, give no, guys, no, come on. This is you my, know, I actually this think that's why he won. I know that Chad Chad is the leader of the fan club trying to get Jordan to win. Even though this is the first time he's ever been on a poll, I think, no, it's not. I'm on this. I'm on the poll every single time that one of you guys is not on the on the episode. Uh, but a good, congratulations, amazing. Jordan. That that is, that is a fantastic cigar. Now you guys have to remember it's yeah, not yeah. which one good, of us likes for winning with your bad pairing. Happen to like their own pairing the most. It's what the audience thinks no, is the best pairing. I well well you know what? we 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 talk about challenges. 
one of these uh, one of these uh, wild cards. I'm going to challenge all of you to to drink this one more time. And pair it with no. the Elwood Wednesday, and, and, and I challenge any one of you to tell me <laughs> that this isn't kind of, kind of the best way to enjoy this pairing. Because, like you said, like if I were to drink this on, on its own, it's too sweet for me. Yeah. This isn't this was isn't this a, a was this a Robbie drink. idea? It was. Yeah. Okay. So so I wouldn't I wouldn't throw this in the same category as the Cutwater Gin and Tonic, but it's close. <laughs> it's very well, very close. Well, it's to that. it's it's just as if not worse because while I drank something different than I had all of you drink, Robbie didn't even show up for the show <laughs> that he had us. Yeah, drink I, mean, I don't know what's drink. worse actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, well, if well, let me put it in context because I didn't share with everybody. There was there was a hint to it in the read. Robbie Raz made the personal decision to go see the thing, which is an even older film than John Carpenter. The French Connection. Yeah, it's it's on the big screen. It's a one time showing. He is an absolute horror movie buff, and is his it is his. Light in his soul is horror movies for some reason, which is just so odd to me. Um, but but that's where Robbie Raz is tonight. So anyone that has his personal contact, please call, text, razz him excessively that he chose to go see a, an ultra old geeky horror movie that's probably so campy and oh, bad. Wait, wait, don't, don't start dissing the movie. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. All right, Jordan, let's <laughs> let's let's pick the best audience right. combination. Yes, uh, out of the ones that you that have uh, figured out. Um, audience picks. Yeah. There okay. we go. Thank you. That's my new that. uh, jingle. That's our new interstition for uh, yeah. the audience pick. I like that it. That was horrible. Now what? Uh, yeah. Okay. The, Took the a little audience, time and just put them on the screen. That would have been better. Audience came in. You know, they're coming in early, coming in hot, but then it kind of trailed out. So. Uh, I don't know, uh, guys. I only got four of these guys. That's fine. Four is good. Here let's, we go. let's see what we got. Hit us. Just go ahead and and, and go through them, and then we'll pick at the end. All right. Uh, Tanner Cole yes. tasted uh, lots of fruity notes. He went with the uh, Tat TAA twenty twenty. Uh, tried going with the fruit cobbler type of feel. Okay, so that's Tanner Cole. That's that Sumatra uh, beauty, right? Love that cigar. John uh, Baronkowski, I'm enjoying this cocktail with a Monte Cristo. What, why are you laughing it's not at me? Baronkowski. What is it? Baronowski. Baronowski. Uh, what was it? The Monte Cristo. What? Oh, he's going with Monte Cristo. The vintage, vintage Twelve. 12. Oh, that is a very syrupy, a very sweet cigar. cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty it smart is. pick. All right. What, yeah. what else we got? Uh, uh, Barry two. is doing the turtle too. That is a very chocolatey cigar. Maybe oh, that, yeah, maybe yeah. that cuts. Sweet, maybe that goes with the amaretto. Um, Amaretto's not chocolate. Mm, I can see it. I don't know where you're getting it. it there's some chocolate. Yeah, yeah. You've seen chocolate. There's no, there's no chocolate. <laughs> what else? HVC 500. Now that's very similar to what uh, what Randy. Literally, has. I I, ha I hadn't had the opportunity to say it, but I came down to two finalists. I was either going to smoke. The 500th anniversary or the L O N S, and I went with L O N S. All right, who had that? Who was is that? that all of them? That's all. Yeah, that's all. Who who was that last one? That was Craig Lee. I'm gonna vote. Craig for Lee. Craig. I'm gonna vote for Craig Lee. I, what do you think, Jordan? Craig Lee, uh, you're the winner. Well, I wouldn't, but who would uh, you vote for? I'd go with uh, uh, John Baranowski. 
the the vintage 12 that's also a good pick yeah yeah it's it's a great cigar but to eric's point also goes on, on the same line that you guys went where, where you're doubling right. down on that syrupy character yeah. i think that's too much i think that salty peanutty characteristic from from the 500 right has got to be the most in line with what i picked which was the best pairing on this show regardless <laughs> of the votes uh, and uh, uh to me craig lee hands down you're the winner my friend congratulations yeah, i agree you may or may not get get a, get a little care package in the mail for me, tipping my hat to you because that was exactly the first cigar I was going to choose for but this Craig show. But Craig Lee, for uh, sure, you get bragging rights, no matter what. You, for sure, won this you segment. for sure, won the segment. <laughs> Randy, uh, what an amazing episode. That was a ton of fun. The, the whole point of Flavor Odyssey is, guys, not, every week we're not trying to pick um, the best uh, pairing. What we're trying to do is pick the best pairing with a particular drink or a particular cigar and so mm-hmm. sometimes that's very challenging in this particular case that was no more obvious than tonight because this particular uh, cocktail was so sweet so it, this might not be a uh, cocktail that we ever pick again but how can we maximize it if we do pick this right. cocktail and so that's what we're trying this drink we're trying I, to do I would never do this drink again um, if I was if you're gonna go with uh, something like this, I would just put. I would do the Godfather. It's an old fashioned with the Di Serono in it, and I think that it's kind of a similar take. But you're just like, who who likes cognac? <laughs> right. Now, Randy, um, next week we'll be we'll all be traveling back from Vegas yes. uh, on Wednesday nights. So we're not going to have a Flavor Odyssey on a week from tonight. Uh, but uh, what is the next Flavor Odyssey on tap so folks can start to prepare? Uh, in a couple weeks from now. Well, I'll tell you, um, the the one I believed that we were going to be doing uh, may still be, I, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Robbie and I kind of went back and forth on this. And um, it's, it's the last of the Amarettos. It, it is the last episode of season Five, segment one, Amaretta, we will be drinking and pairing with the Godfather. Oh, the oh, okay. cocktail yeah. that uh, Jordan just randomly pulled out, out of thin air right there. And that's it's also a very simple pairing. This is going to be way more up your boy's alley because it is two ounces of bourbon and one quarter ounce of Amaretta. Ah. Yes. And that and that is the whole that is the whole cocktail well, right you there. See, so like usually I would I the way I usually do is just an old fashioned with Di Interesting. This is, Interesting. Just, this is so, just the same thing so, that we so, did this week, but with bourbon replacing the cognac. Pretty much. And different ratios. Much higher ratio bourbon to amaretto. So the amaretto right. should just really be adding a little bit of that, that cherry almond character to what we already love and know as, uh, as a flavor of bourbon. Um, so Godfather will be the next pairing that will be two weeks from today. As uh, Eric pointed out, we will be on location in Las Vegas for the PCA show next week. So, uh, but stay tuned on Wednesday. We'll definitely be airing live on that day. Um, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's a travel day for us. We won't be airing that day. Uh, we'll, but we'll be airing virtually every day from Friday to Tuesday. Right. Um, otherwise. Yeah. And, and guys, um, uh, if you're watching the show, uh, the the smoke night live that we're going to do we won't do an official smoke night live this week because we'll be in vegas but we'll probably do a little show or something that night from the airbnb who knows 
Uh, we'll for sure try to do something every other night uh, and obviously all throughout the day. Um, and then in two weeks from Friday, or a week from this Friday, I guess I should say, we're going to be doing a PCA sort of recap show. What did we learn? And what's going to happen in that show is I'm going to have a panel of experts on the show. And I will just bring up like 30 or 40 topics. Like I oh. might just say, Espinoza, what did we learn? And then the panel of experts will say what they, we learned uh, from Espinoza or what did we learn about the PCA in general? Um, yeah. Boom. And then the panel of experts will talk about that. So we'll do that not this Friday, but the Friday after that. Guys, here's the thing. The, none of this is possible without uh, Drew Estate smoking, but mainly you guys. And we, I can't tell you guys Absolutely. how much... Uh, we love the Dojoverse community. It's the absolute best community in the world. If you guys are watching right now, I just from the bottom of my heart, I know I speak for Jordan and I speak for Matt and, and Tony Bones and, and everybody in the studio right now and, of, of course, Randy. We just love you guys. I mean, this is – I don't feel like we work a day in our lives because we're just having so much fun just trying to uh, bring you guys interesting stuff so that we can hang out together on Wednesday nights and Friday nights and just be a community. That's what real. That's really what this is about. I mean, honest to God, this is so much fun, and we love you guys so much. And the interactions that we have with you guys on the Dojoverse, it really does. It, it's changed the cigar industry um, in a in a really positive and interesting way. Randy, I know you you, you understand this as much as anybody. It, there's such a great community and a, such a great community right. feel. And so hopefully next week we can really sort of bring that to fruition. Randy, bring us out of the show, man, before we all start crying. Well, thank you for that, Eric. It was a beautiful monologue. Uh, I, I can't do anything better than to just say I echo everything that Eric just said. Thank you guys so much for joining us again on Flavor Odyssey. We'll check you out in two weeks as the Odyssey continues. Thank you.